this morning, everyone. Merry Christmas, maybe 14 hours uh, early before Christmas is actually here, but uh, that's what we're here to celebrate um, this morning. And what a privilege it is to, to be able to gather together to celebrate the reason why Christmas has become so celebrated by so many people around the world. It's just, uh, it blows your mind to think about all the celebrations worldwide that go on during this Christmas season. You know, if you, uh, if you think about it, today or tomorrow is really the only day that many or most of the stores and things like that will be closed. And uh, I say many because these days you never know, of course, but uh, it's, it's really neat that Christmas is still that, that one holiday that has you know, survived that 24-hour uh, consumer mentality. And there's no other holiday, really, that gets the recognition that Christmas does. That's the way it should be, right? I mean, this is a, this is a world-changing thing. Uh, Christmas is a celebration of something that truly did and has changed our world as we know it today. We heard the account of Luke 2, in which the shepherds came to see the newborn baby Jesus, the Messiah... And uh, I hope that our gathering this morning can be similar to how verse 20 describes the shepherd's reaction. It said, they were glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. The text that we're going to look at this morning, though, is from Galatians 4, 4 through 7. And I'm going to be reading from the uh, contemporary English version, the CEV translation. So the words are going to be on the screen if you want to uh, follow along. This is not, of course, the usual Christmas passage, but it mentions Christmas or refers to Christmas and communicates why it is celebrated 2,000 years after it took place. So this is uh, Galatians 4, 4 through 7. But when the time was right... God sent his son, and a woman gave birth to him. His son obeyed the law so he could set us free from the law, and we could become God's children. Now that we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, and his spirit tells us that God is our father. You are no longer slaves. You are God's children. And you will be given what he has promised. Babies change everything. And um, most of you who had newborns uh, in the last several years would probably agree with that. (laughs) Um, We've been blessed to have quite a few here in our congregation in the last several years. But those who even are well past those stages of having a newborn in the house... um, I don't know, maybe you forgot how much change that brings. You know, it's, it's when you're going through it, sometimes you don't realize it. And then uh, later on, you forget what all, what all it took, uh, how much sleep you lost, all the responsibility you felt upon your shoulders, uh, the nonstop care, the childproofing your home all over the place. All those things started to come back to me this week. As I thought about the upcoming arrival of our first grandchild uh, in February. And, uh, you know, it's interesting how the different stages of life, they, they kind of 
they, they tend to make you focus on the here and now. And a lot of times you forget the challenges that were in the past. I think all of us would definitely say, no matter what stage of life you're in, that uh, a baby changes things for the better. But it does reorganize our lives a bit when we are blessed with the privilege to care for and to raise a little baby. Christmas is the celebration of a baby that truly changed everything. Not only in in his own home, but in the world. And the truth that this passage from Galatians proclaims this morning is that it can change your life, our life as well. Let's consider how the birth of Jesus has changed our world. Because first and foremost, we see it every day that we look at a calendar. And most of us have calendars, if not in our home, on our phone, or somewhere. This is the end of 2023. And that date was established because of Christ coming into the world. There was B.C., before Christ, and now there is A.D., which in Latin stands for Anno Domini, which in English means... The year of our Lord. And so the sending of Jesus into the world is really something that we acknowledge each day that we look at the calendar. Have you ever thought, of, thought about it in that way? You know, what a, re, what a refreshing way to, to say it. Today is December 24th, the day of our Lord. Tomorrow will be December 25th. The day of our Lord. Of course, we don't know that Jesus was really born on December 25th. Most likely that wasn't the exact date, but, you know, that's the date that we have to celebrate his birth. One thing, though, that nobody can deny is that all of human history is divided by his entrance into the world. I mean, how would the world have been different If he had not been born. As Paul says here, the time was right. You see, God had his plan for this since the beginning of time. In the uh, New International Version, the NIV, it says, But when the time had fully come, God sent his son. It's hard to... Uh, imagine how much our world would change if we would remove all of the references to Jesus Christ from everything. I don't think people realize how drastic that would change things. And yet it's a testimony to to the difference that Jesus has made in this world. You know, there's been a a lot of talk recently about books and libraries. And uh, I heard someone say one time that if we took all of the books about Jesus and God out of the world's libraries, the buildings wouldn't need to be nearly as large. I was struck this past week when we were in Barnes & Noble looking around and almost one whole side of the store of Barnes & Noble is Christian books and Bibles. Just blows you away how uh, how much space they uh, have to devote to that. And it's because people want to read those things and people will buy them. 
If we would take down every painting or every statue which included Christ or had references to the Bible, we would lose many, many works of art in our museums and public places. You see, if Christ was never born, human history would be a very different story. Much of what we know and experience today, including Christmas, begins with Jesus Christ. His birth changed human history. But he came to do much more than that. He wants to change your history. He wants to change our history. He wants to draw a line separating B.C. and A.D. in your life. He wants to transform everything in the past. And in verse 5 here it says that Jesus came to set us free from the law. Now, the law can represent many different things. But in general, the law is those things that that bind us, those things that separate us, those things that keep us thinking that, that we are not worthy of God's love. And, you know, so often we become slaves to those things. And what Paul's saying here in in Galatians 4 is that Jesus came to set us free from that. In verse 7 it says, you are no longer slaves, you are God's children, and you will be given what he has promised. So in order for us to fully take hold of that promise... We need to receive this gift of Christ into our lives so that that we can separate those things that are under the law and those things that are under Christ. There are so many things that happen in our lives that that we need to draw a line and, and we need to say, okay, Jesus, this was before, this was the B.C., and now I'm moving into the A.D., the year of the Lord. The year of our Lord or my Lord. In other words, you are fully accepting the grace and the redemption that Jesus Christ was born into the world to bring you. That is truly what we celebrate today and tomorrow. And I hope that everyone here this morning and those watching can truly say that that is what you are celebrating. I love getting together with family and getting together with friends this time of year. I love all the lights, the music, the gifts, the excitement of the season. But you know, most of all, I love celebrating what God has done for those of us who believe. He has sent his one and only son to live a perfect example of his will who died on a cross for our sins and was raised to life again so that we could be granted eternal life with him in heaven. What a gift that is to all of us. You know, so often the gifts that we give at Christmas, they are, uh, they, they're seen a lot of times as representing the gifts that the Magi or the wise men brought to the Christ child in Bethlehem. But what if we instead viewed them as a reminder of the ultimate gift that God gave to us in his son, 
Jesus. There's no comparison, of course, to the earthly gifts that we give to each other. But we give gifts, you know, out of our generosity and out of our love for others, right? And that's why you give a lot of the gifts that we give at Christmas time. That's the same reason that, that God gave us this best gift that he has ever given, his son. It's because he loves us. It's because he cares about us and he desires to see your life changed for the better. But it's up to each of us to receive it. He doesn't want us to feel forced to receive it. You know, God created us and he created us to have a free will. But his hope is, of course, that all will believe. That all will receive and live in the the new life and hope and salvation that he promises. A lot of times when we have baptisms, we talk about 2 Corinthians 5.17. But that's really a good Christmas passage as well. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, B.C. The new is here. A.D. goes on in verse 18 to say, All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. So, you know, I think it's easy for us to see the incredible significance of this holiday that we call Christmas. There is reason to celebrate. There is reason to be thankful There is reason to be jubilant as we think about the shepherds who visited the baby Jesus in that second chapter of Luke that we heard earlier. The hymn, uh, Angels We Have Heard on High, which we actually sang this morning. It has a verse that mentions that. It says, shepherds, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong?" Say what may the tidings be which inspire your heavenly song. And I hope, you know, I hope that has been and that will continue to be our proclamation about Christmas Day. That it's inspired by good news. Wonderful news, really. Our Savior has come to the world and brought us the gift of reconciliation with God. And as the song says, I hope our neighbors would ask us, why are you so jubilant and joyous? You know, what inspires all of this celebration? I, I wish our world would ask that question more this time of year, to be honest with you. Because it's, it's the reason we celebrate it in the first place. And when they ask, we can share the good news that Galatians 4 is proclaiming. Verse 6 says, now that we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. And his spirit tells us that God is our father. You know, after the shepherds came to see Jesus, after the magi came from afar to come and see Jesus, They had to be in awe of of what they were witnessing. 
you know, here before them was the Messiah that they had waited on for hundreds of years. They probably wondered how all of this was going to work out. You know, here's a baby in a manger in, in such humble surroundings. And it really wouldn't be long until they would see. You know, as Jesus grew into a boy and then into a man, God begins to reveal his plan and, and his purpose for sending his son to earth in such a, a miraculous way. And that miracle of redemption and, and restoration and transformation is now available to all those who will believe in him. And I hope that is what each one of us here today, each one watching online, I hope that's what we can proclaim in our lives. I hope that this Christmas can be a new realization that Christmas is more than just a nice holiday. It is a celebration of life in this world made new through Jesus Christ. And if you have not received him into your life, I I hope that this Christmas season will be the time when you receive that gift that we celebrate this time of of the year. Another song of, of Christmas that is a favorite of mine, and I know it's a favorite of many others, is O Holy Night. It's a beautiful and powerful song musically, but but its words are powerful as well. It says that the world was lost in sin until Jesus appeared and the soul felt its worth. It says there uh, was a thrill of hope as the weary world rejoiced when dawn broke the next morning. And that had to be a glorious morning. Many fell on their knees in worship. And you know, in these, in these verses in Galatians uh, that talk about Jesus, uh, it talks about setting us free from the law. It says that we are no longer slaves to the law. We are no longer slaves to sin. And O Holy Night mentions that as well. It says, truly, he taught us to love one another. It says his law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break for the slave is our brother. I talked about the BC and the AD and I hope that each of us can say, I know when that happened for me in my life, when I received this gift of Jesus into my heart and into my life. And as I said, if you've already done that and know when that was, I hope that you will continue to claim it in your life. If you haven't received it yet, I hope this will be the Christmas season that you do. Even when we live for Christ, you know, there are times that we go through difficulties There are times that we go through struggles because we still live in this world. But you see, the difference is we can claim Christ coming into our life and helping us to transform the former into the new. And that's really what's exciting about this transformation that Jesus brings. It's ongoing. It continues to transform our lives each and every day. 
And Jesus also helps us through the pain and the struggles that we face in this world. You know, as, as believers, we, we always have the hope of heaven and the, the peace and the comfort that, that Jesus can bring to us. But as I said in the prayer, you know, sometimes these times of year are difficult. I read a, an article this week that was titled, How to Overcome Grief This Christmas. And uh, it said this, it said, cry when you need to and laugh when you can. We can also rest, of course, in the hope that we have in Jesus. So I hope, I hope that we will take that thrill of hope that Christmas brings to us and that we will carry that hope into each and every day that is ahead of us. We're about to enter into a new year, of course, and uh, this is one of my favorite times of the year with all the things that go on, but I think we need to remember that you know it is something to be joyful about each and every day that we wake up. It's not just something to be thankful for at Christmas and celebrate. Even though the decorations will come down after Christmas, the manger will eventually come down, but we celebrate on this day, what we celebrate on this day will live on in our lives forever. Joy to the world, the Lord has come, and that's a reason to celebrate, amen? That's That's how we're going to end our service this morning. But I invite you to stand with me first and we're going to go to the Lord in prayer and then we will sing joy to the world as we end our Christmas service here this morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift that you have given and brought to this world. Lord, we pray that as we celebrate today, tomorrow with family and friends, we pray that Uh, we would remember why we celebrate. Help us not to get caught up in all of the many things that Christmas has become without remembering the good news that we have to celebrate as believers. And Lord, I pray that if there's anyone here this morning that hasn't received your gift and hasn't been able to realize the, the salvation, the peace, the comfort that you can offer and bring to them, the hope that they can bring to our life. I pray that they would, uh, I pray that you would speak into their life and heart today and during this season. And Lord, as we gather with each of our, with our families and others, we pray, Lord, that uh, somehow we could bring this wonderful news, this good news of joy, not only into the world, but into our families and our gatherings. And so that's our prayer as we uh, depart from here and worshiping you this morning to celebrate Christmas uh, with each other. And we pray all of this in your holy and precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen.